When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Well, we say things. Episode 61. Science fan here with Cinderman. How's it going? Cinderman. Cinderman. Wait, Cinderman. my camera is really poorly Cinderman. adjusted, isn't it? it Let's. Cinderman, this is an audio-only podcast. Just let those people live in that yeah, world. There's also only a, there is a camera component if you want it, but True. you don't need it because we say extra. the same things on camera as we do off camera. That's basically true. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this loveliest of evenings slash morning slash afternoons, depending on where you reside. Let's talk about our amazing patron, Cinderin. Yes. I will take the first half of our in Bruges tier. Thank you guys in advance. Uh, I did not read these ahead of times. Ahead of time, as I'm reading this first name, yeah, uh, I think this is fine to say. Uh, thank you to yep. I pinched the tip of my penis to enter ultra instinct. I don't know what that <laughs> means, but thank you. <laughs> bacon, no, not that bacon. The other bacon, lick, puco, tickles, Houston Adamo, Shark TM, Hoey nine eight eight, Pog enthusiast. Freshly seasoned goat balls. Change will happen. Poop feast four twenty. Huge erection or huge erection. Ben Broomhead as a broomhead. Ben Jackson is superior. My boy Dop. Mom ne im yechoznak. Which I, I guess I should mention this name since we're already being inappropriate. Cinderin. Apparently, yeah. his original name that he had down. We had a, some people tell us in our comments. I don't know if you know. I can't remember what it was anymore. But I, I think it, it was equivalent to garlic vagina, okay? Which I didn't know. It was in a different language. So I was oh. going to ask him to change it. And then I looked on the list, and it actually was changed to what it is now, which is Monet. Yeah. Who knows if this is that. any better? I asked Martin, our Polish mm. uh, editor for Dota Cinema, and he said, so before it was garlic vagina. Now it means, Mom, I don't eat garlic. so now you can combine those two things excellent (laughs) all right continue (laughs) yeah so we also got one from fane underscore man ben jackson is a liar don't listen to him ben broomhead is super chill and very cool pitch black fellowship of the ping dg terry tip wooden aftertaste done talk the coward dyslexic lawyer anonymous and Ronnie Keel. As always, thank you guys so much for the In Bruce tier support. And of course, to everybody else who supports us on Patreon every month. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, patreon.com slash we say things is where you can chip in to keep the podcast going and make it all the more worthwhile for us if you like the content. Thank you. And you can also see what you can get in return for the different tiers, of course. That's right, Cinderin. Thank that you very correct. much. Okay, yes. so, oh, actually, I didn't have this on the list. We can talk briefly about everyone's mm. favorite topic, the NBA. I'm just going to oh, do this yes. off of memory. Damn, I actually forgot. 
I'm so glad you remembered this. That no, it's not in the outline, but I, I know that's why it's going to be better for you because I, based on my memory, it's not going to be that much information that. Teams have started to practice Cinderin in this bubble, as they call it, in Orlando, Florida, which, again, Florida is the worst, I believe, for Corona. Arizona is second. Um, so they didn't have that planned ahead of time, uh, but they've already made all these plans. So a lot of people don't think the season will actually go through. Uh, I believe they're playing like eight or something regular season games and then into playoffs or something to that effect. So the theory right now, Cinder, is that they play, they just need to get a few games out of the way. I believe it's like six or seven in order to fulfill the TV deal. And then they can just do whatever they want. That's one theory. I don't know if it's actually true, but we'll see. Some players have already tested positive for Corona. So it's just, it looks real bad. But again, we'll see how it actually works out. Can I just say, based on everything I'm hearing out of the US right now, that is an absolute shocker and i think nobody could have expected that something like this could possibly happen so i think i think they planned it very well they just got really unlucky yes that's my they could have planned uh, before the america flight bans where americans are now banned from going anywhere good riddance to ourselves i suppose they could have planned to go to new zealand i hear they're doing great Wait, are you actually banned from going anywhere at Not all? Not anywhere. If you're an some, American, some countries won't let us to fly there anymore uh-huh, for now. Okay. Uh, I don't remember which ones they are, but okay. which is ironic to say the least. Um, okay, anyway. So yeah, NBA starting soon. We'll see how it goes. Sounds like a big shit show. There have been a lot of players that have complained about their hotel rooms not being nice enough, which <laughs> like one of the... Okay, this is the last thing I'll mention. So this one player who I find very annoying, his name's Rajon Rondo, one of my least favorite players of all time. He's a piece of garbage, Cinderin, just so you know ahead of time. He took, yeah, a picture of his, he took a picture of his hotel room, which looks equivalent to the, the type of hotel rooms we get when we're in on international casting mm-hmm. tournaments, which are five-star hotels, right? He yeah. takes a picture of his room, which looks identical to one of the like, amazing rooms that we get, and he's like, Motel 6, garbage, or whatever. He's basically saying this is absolute shit tier. So he's getting some shit now because he's spoiled. A, I mean, he's not used to not being like a 10,000 square foot residence, I suppose. But I did find that kind of funny. He's so, used yeah. to being able to play basketball indoors in his house. That's true. They probably have their own gym and everything in their own house. Yeah. Uh, not too surprising. Okay, so let's get started with the episode Cinderin. Uh, we have a, it's not just from the last week, since last week we didn't talk specifically just about Dota. Um, so let's talk about the anonymous mode that was added into Dotes a little over a week ago. The tweet from, from Wickram states, Dota now has an anonymous mode. When you have this option enabled, you won't see avatars, nicknames, or in-game chat messages from people you aren't friends with. Additionally, you will not see guild information from guilds that you don't belong to. Do you have thoughts on this? Because my first, I have, again, I haven't used this, so I can't speak firsthand. My first thought was this Mm -hmm. is the literal opposite of what I thought it would be. I thought you want to hide yourself from other people, but it's vice versa. Right. You're hiding them from you. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I think, I believe something similar to this has been introduced to other games because streamers were starting to. You know, there was this problem in Dota for a while where we would just get spam invites from guilds. And I think it's especially happened to like Gork, where he was getting invited to guilds on stream that had like sexually explicit content in the avatar of the mm. of the guild, right? And 
you have two options as Valve in this situation. One is that you don't let people update their guild avatar and only let them select from a certain number that you put in the game that you all can vouch for, knowing exactly what are. Or you need manual review on them, so somebody has to go through every single guild that uploads an avatar and confirm that it's all right to put there. Or the final option, if something could be insulting to people or that they are not okay with that, they could avoid seeing it entirely with something like anonymous mode. And of course, people that still see it could report it for Mm. being not okay, right? Um, I I think this was a big part of it. The other part is obviously... Like you've for a very long time, you've had this option to mute all chat, right? Um, but that did not mute avatars, and it did not mute uh, nicknames. So people would like have a nickname, like you know, they would they would disconnect and reconnect with another nickname, saying my support is a fucking moron or something, you know, like <laughs> or or whatever. Um, this way, you can play with your friends, and you can all interact the way that you want. But everybody else was being a toxic shit. You never know about it. Mm. Um, so I mean I, I consider this a nice quality of life change it's not something I use myself or will use but uh, for I think a lot of people this is very nice and giving people more options is not a bad thing uh, like this so I think it's uh, <coughs> would think it's you want to see a streamer mode where you are the one that is anonymous so that people can't stream snipe or I mean it feels uh... like that would still be easy to stream snipe like um you wouldn't know well, what would that mode but... entail, right? Is it that you can't look the player up on Steam? Yeah, does that create too much of an advantage for... Um, I don't know. I mean, people have talked about this as from a pro player perspective where they have to yeah. get alt accounts to be able to practice heroes so people don't see them practicing those heroes. Mm-hmm. This is kind of just built into the game itself. Do you think that would benefit? Or is there um... not a big enough incentive to do that? I think it's difficult because even if you let the pro players have some sort of streamer or pro mode, then they will still show up on the leaderboards unless this pro mode removes the leaderboard entry as well. So they're just Mm -hmm. invisible and they have an MMR and a medal, but it's just not showing, uh, which already I think is kind of bad because I think it's a big, a pretty big part of the game is the leaderboard uh, in that range of player skill. And it's something that a lot of people interact with who aren't on the leaderboards are still looking at it on like oh this guy's top 10 or top whatever um so you take that away and you would have to take away people's ability to find you on steam in general or they could still find your account add you on friends or see your profile which i think is just an like integral part of steam that you can check people's profiles so i don't know if that's the way i would go about it to be honest um do you use anonymous mode as it currently is no Okay. I don't. That's all. I don't think said, I will. I, I, don't, I don't want to mute chat like that. I want to mute individual people when it's being too stupid. But overall, so I, I think chat is a big I part think of the game. Right now, the way that I'm reading it, it, it's all or nothing, right? You can't pick and choose which aspects of anonymous mode you can enable. Right? Yeah, I think so. That would be a cool feature if you could pick specific parts of it. Then I can see a lot more value. Um, yeah. Where I mean, if that's you just true. want to hide could... avatars only just in case, yeah, or hide nice. that and nicknames, but keep in game chat. Like, I have to admit, I don't know for sure, but I think it's just one item switch or one button switch. I don't think you can do individual okay. parts. But again, more customization, I think, would be great. Um, but it's All it's right. still better than not having it. So okay, so I just thought of this now. So the next topic is going to be the collector's cache because we missed it last, or maybe it came out after the episode. Actually, I'm not sure. Either way, 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people complained last time we did this where we talked about stuff and we didn't show it on screen. So I'm going to wing it, open up the game. Hopefully this works properly to where people okay. can see us. So if, you, if you're listening only, I'm sorry. You will hear Dota 2 music, though. The new pack is amazing. Just an FYI. You should definitely use it. It's the only music I've ever enabled for Dota. Okay, so... Oh, we're both on camera. It's actually working. Would you look at this? Awesome. So yeah, collector's <clears throat> Cash Cinderman has 18 days remaining. We have uh, how many sets? 15 guaranteed sets mm. and then three rares. Do you want to? Yep. How do you want to talk about this? Do you want to go through each one? Or do you want to talk about the highlights for you? How do you want to go about it? Uh, so last time we talked about which ones we wanted to make it in, right? Or which favorites we had? Hold on. I fucked um, up. I, I knew I fucked yep. up something, as usual. There we go. All right. We have the cameras awesome. in awkward positions, but we're good to go. All right, go ahead. Well, how about, since we, we don't have too much to talk about today, so we can go a little bit more in detail on this. Okay. I think now that they're all in the game and we've seen them, uh, we should rate each set from one to ten. Ooh. Okay. Um, in order. So we just go left to right, in my opinion. And just as an extra caveat, I want to rate them 1 to 10 within their quality, okay? So, like, we rate the rares based on it being a rare. Like, how good it is it for a rare, not just how good is it in general. And, right. Yeah, no, that's fine. You follow? Okay. I follow. So, Night One Stalker. To 10. Is that right? Night Stalker first. Yes. Uh, oh. Night Stalker. Ha! What are you doing? Sorry, I just. Uh, his, I think uh, this is a this is a six for me, probably. Six. Okay. Yeah. Um. Wasn't too impressed by this one. So it, personally, when I rate sets, it's mostly in comparison to other sets of this hero. Right. Is that fair? To yeah, do. Sure. So. I, I would give this. A god damn it, a six probably. <laughs> six point five, six and a half. I think okay. it's good. It doesn't blow me away, but it's good. You know? It's alright. Alright. Okay. The next, next up, set Underlord. though, this blows ten me away. out of ten. Oh Fucking my incredible. <laughs> Underlord so himself. Oh, congrats yes. on getting this in the chest. This was from it was is it officially a Dota Cinema? It's a Dota Cinema collab, right? Yep. It's basically, basically. Natio and I, or Natio and us, me and Neil, work yep. on one to two sets every year. And occasionally they get in. And Natio is my favorite artist of all time. He's super, super good and very easy to work with. Uh, so mm-hmm. just an FYI for people that don't know, the particles for every single hero were added by Valve after the fact. Um which I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not super crazy about the particles that they added, like on the. So you didn't even suggest these glows; they just chose. Yes, they just chose. Interesting. Yes, okay. but so h- what do you think about that? Uh, like, what do you think about the fact that they just do that, and how good a job do you think they did on the set? I mean, I, I think it's fine that they do that. I just don't particularly love the way that they did the particles on this hero. Um, okay. I think it actually looks worse than when it did when we just <laughs> submitted it ourselves. Uh, but I, I, I think the headpiece is easily by far the best part of the set, uh, best part, best Underlord cosmetic in my opinion. When he showed me the original co- uh, concept art, it was it looked like um, 
a reaper um not a re- like a grim reaper essentially mm-hmm. and i okay. absolutely loved it and then a lot of people talk about how he looks like a a lizard type creature i like the armor a lot it looks really good in game i think so if i'm being totally honest i thought this was a 10 out of 10 without particles it's probably a 9 out of 10 with particles for me i think it genuinely makes it worse but a lot of the stuff you mm-hmm. don't see in game uh <clears throat> It's up close right. and personal. So I think uh I think it's a nine for me as well. Um Good I think choice. it's really, really cool. I'm not too big of an Underlord fan, but that's beside the point. Uh so it's not like something I get super excited for just because it's Underlord. Mm-hmm. Um but this is a really, really well made set. So did they also put the particles on the weapon then? I guess they did. Uh, uh yes. I'm trying to remember. I if think they did Underlord a really good has... job with the weapon. I really like the weapon. Um, yeah, no, it's the true. shoulders are it's just a bit too like yeah. bright and shiny for Underlord, yeah. And I, the I, color I, scheme is broken a little bit, which I know they're going for because it makes it stand out more. But uh, I could have liked it to be a little bit dimmer mm-hmm. and maybe even use a bit more green. They do have the green fog surrounding the the light beams or whatever you want to call them, but uh, yeah, it's mostly yeah. for me the shoulder blades still really, really I cool. don't like at all. Um, but to each their own. But yeah, really headpiece good. owns. All right, next, Ancient Apparition. He's got the... Uh, uh, what is the thing? What movie is this from? That back piece. Well, I shouldn't be asking you. You're, you're useless when it comes to movies. Um, sure Chad will help me out. The Core Crystal. From Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Just kidding. Uh, okay, your uh, turn. Go. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Spider-Man. That's true. Yeah, the Spider-Man guy. The I don't know if... I feel like you're going to love this, but I don't like the extra arms on the AA. Uh, I know that Bane has a set with it, but he's also like a nightmare creature. And I know this is an apparition, but for me, it's different. I, I, it's hard to explain. Like... Uh, <laughs> Okay. I'm not a big fan of the trend in general of just adding limbs to characters uh, as part of cosmetics. <laughs> if you, you took don't like the adding arms, limbs, okay. If you took away the extra arms, I would like it more. I think overall, um, I think the crystal part is clearly the coolest. But unfortunately, that I don't know how much you see that in game since it's on the back. I guess you see it quite a bit when you're walking. Yeah, up, you see the back piece. A I lot. guess so. Yeah. So that's good. Um, that's kind of. Yeah, the back piece and the headpiece, I think, are the best parts. I think it's a five overall. If it didn't have the arms, it would probably wow, be a seven. Five, okay. I'm going to say seven. I think it's pretty good. I like it. I'm going to, it's not a complaint. You're going to, uh, I don't even think you're going to be surprised. The one thing that for some reason bothers me is the stomach. What the fuck is, it's like a huge kidney stone just stuck in his stomach, revolving. <laughs> what is that? Why is that there? Why does that exist? Like, what is this thing? Uh, but yeah, I, I think. Oh, I didn't even cool. notice that. I mean, you, you're never going to see that in game, are you? I don't think yes, so. Well, when I zoom in as I'm dying to the tower, feeding down mid, I will see it every time. No, but yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's good. I like this set. Uh, okay. Warlock. Okay, so this is a little story behind this one, right? So remember, you guys, uh, mm-hmm. we had the drama behind a lot of these sets had too many polygons, went over the limit. It's because, well, we talked about this on a previous episode, but a lot of the people that Valve typically work with end up getting access to be able to submit stuff uh, without having to worry about all the limits and whatnot. 
So it sounded like an honest mistake from Valve's perspective. From the artists, they should know they're going over the limit, so that's a little weird, I thought. Either way, mm -hmm. those sets were disqualified. And the reason I bring that up now is because the Warlock set that had the genie golem mm -hmm. was widely anticipated to be the top voted set of all time, or top voted set, and it is not in here as a result. It might be in a future chest, but there were two really good Warlock sets, and this is the other one. Um, oops. So the war... Jesus. Are we rating this just on the Golem or the Warlock set itself? Both both combined. Or you can give them a separate score if you want. Um Okay. So I'm going to give the Warlock set itself a an 8 out of 10. So the reason I'm giving it 8, I think it's really really well made. I think the dummy, what do you want to call that? The thing he's holding, the puppet is mm -hmm super cool the fact that it mimics his actual golem uh the reason it's not higher than eight is because there is a cosmetic in the game for warlock created by our somebody we've worked with in the past named graph the dark cloak warlock set i think that's the best warlock set period but the golem is incredible this is a really cool golem very unique compared to what you usually see for me personally i think this one and there's a gorilla warlock golem that I think are pretty much on the same tier. So <sighs> overall eight, maybe eight and a half. This is a really good set. Why does the golem have extra arms? Why is that? Why did it need to happen? Why does why it have you, to have arms on the back? Why are you so prejudiced against people with multiple hey. arms? Hmm? <laughs> no, why? Uh, I was going to say, so what I'm going to hold this set up against is the fact that the Warlock set you're referencing is one of my top three sets of all time, and that one is a 10 out of 10. The Black Warlock set with the Dark Cloak is incredibly good. Yeah. Um, compared to that, the best pieces of the of the Warlock uh, himself are... The staff is really cool. I actually, I like this kind of Witch Doctor almost uh, approach, right? Where there's like these skulls on the staff and he has the puppet for his golem like you said it's it's a really cool idea so i like the concept uh yeah so the warlock is eight out of ten the golem dude i don't know man i don't even know how to rate this uh can't even find the other stuff for, for me so i <clears throat> i like the puppeteer thing and obviously the puppet has to look like the golem but i wish the golem looked different i i don't really? think this samurai uh kind of golem thing fits for me, with Warlock. So wait, what, uh, did, what rating what did you give it? I, would want. I get the Warlock an 8, and I think the Golem gets a 5. Because it's cool, but it's just not uh, what I would want okay. the Golem to look like. I'm going like. to redo so my just... ratings because I just put them into 1. I think the Warlock set itself is probably like an 8, maybe 7.5. The Golem Have is like a 9, 9.5. This Golem okay, is God so, tier. So your total score is 8.5. Sure. I guess my total score is a 6 then. If yeah, the Golem I, was... How? And it's just because I don't find like the golem. It does. It doesn't fit for me. It's just yeah. And this is the conversation we have a lot of the time. Where you're like, oh, it's so crazy. It's cool. And where I like some crazy stuff, but I feel like this is for me. It's a little bit too far uh, away from what I think a golem should look like. Oh, my um, God, disappoint me. But you like the genie golem. I don't remember what it looked like, but it oh. it probably made more sense than this. I, I I don't know if this thing with giving the golem three swords. It's just, it's a bit, I don't know, personal taste. As I mean, far as the execution of it, strong, it, it's really well executed. Like the golem mm -hmm. itself is really well made. I just, it's just not my style. Right, so I can't style. score it high. Fair enough.
Fair enough. For how good I think it is. All right, so, next yeah. we have a Disruptor set. I almost said Marana, just based on the <laughs> peripheral vision on the mount here. Uh, very colorful, very purple and pink. Uh, I guess you go first this time. Mm, yeah. Uh, I think this is an eight for me. I think it, it fits really well. Um, maybe a little bit too Leshrac on the colors. Uh, it's very Leshrac color scheme and a little less disruptor, but I understand that it's, you know, to make it stand out, you want to make it a little more vibrant and a little more, like you said, purple and pinkish. Um, but the yeah, individual the pieces are all cool. are exactly the same as yeah. Leshrac, basically. Uh, uh, even, uh, the mount itself reminds me of Leshrac, just because of the colors, right, on the mount. Mm -hmm. uh, but to me, this still really fits the hero and the character. It is very Storm-like, although the colors are a bit different. And yeah, I think this is a pretty nice set. Not quite sure why he has candy canes around his shoulders and his belt. Uh, <laughs> but outside of that, it's... Candy great. canes? How do those look like candy canes? What kind of candy canes do you eat? Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay, yeah, those are literal candy canes. What the fuck? This is a holiday set, Cinderin. <laughs> I was looking at the shoulder. What is the the shoulder piece looks like little flame thingies. Um he actually has candy canes. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Uh, I don't hate it, mm -hmm. I don't love it, but it is I like the colors, even though it does fit Leshrac more. Uh, but I do like flashy, so what can I say? Not a big disruptor guy anyway, either way. Okay. So I think the mount is uh, maybe below average versus a lot of the other. There's a lot of cool disruptor mounts. So okay, so the other parts really pull it up then if it's a seven point five and the yeah, mount. Those which candy is the canes part really is, shoot yeah. through the roof in terms of my opinion on it. You know, understood. They really help the score out because I do love Christmas. Next <laughs> set, Juggernaut Lineage of the Storm Lords. You have the set itself and the Hydralisk uh, <laughs> uh, Healing Ward apparently. Oh, yeah, I didn't check that one. All oh, right, yeah, so is. this is going to be an unpopular opinion because I know a lot of people love this set. I do not like this at all. I think this is a 4 out of 10. Damn. Um, so the set itself is probably like a that 5. That must mean it really looks like usual Juggernaut because the crazier it looks, the higher <laughs> score you get. So this is not Not far always enough. the case. No, that's not true. Remember the Viper set that looks like absolute garbage that everybody loves? That looks totally different than Viper. And I, that's a 1 out of 10. So this one, oh, okay. I think the set itself is like a 5. The healing, I don't understand this healing. It's literally a hydralisk. It's weird. This is like a three. I really dislike this healing ward. So Well, it's I'll called Lineage it of the Stormlords, right? I I don't know for sure if this is like a reference to some sort of Norse mythology where you have like the what's it called? There there are some worms in Norse mythology. I don't know if there's only the big one or if there's other ones. But it's part of the mythology, and maybe that's the, what they're going for here with the storm thing. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It could be it. It could be some other mythology that I'm not aware of, right? Because Juggernaut's more. I would say he's more Japanese inspired, so there might be some lore that I just don't know. Uh, but that's what I'm thinking when I see this, and I could be totally wrong. Um, I mean, the set itself for me looks. This is a. Maybe it doesn't even look anime. It looks very anime to me, and I'm just not into mm. the art style personally. Uh, like the hairstyle right. specifically. So how do you how do you think this holds up against the Juggernaut Arcana then? Because that's kind of in the same direction, right? I didn't like the Juggernaut Arcana very much actually. Okay, uh, that was, makes it's sense. It's not like it, was, it wasn't a five out of ten or four as for an Arcana, it was at best average. If you're comparing to other Arcanas, okay. 
because some of the other arcana is really good. Yeah. Wait, uh, what's your score, me, sir? I'm not as harsh on this. Uh, I have not seen it in game, I think, so that will probably warp it a little bit, maybe. Uh, the healing word, I don't know. It's it's all right. Um, that one doesn't stand out to me too much, but it's always difficult with these smaller items to gauge what they really look like in game. It might look really distinct and nice uh, when you play it in game. Um, You're comparing but to just... a literal cat healing ward, which is maybe the best cosmetic in all of Dota. And then our Juggernaut set has a Buddha healing ward. Like this one doesn't mm. touch either of those with a ten foot. Our Juggernaut ball. set is so good. So um, good. I give it a ten out of ten. Like so good, man. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think this is. Oh, a, you know what? This is actually some everything you hate. It's not uh uniform at all. He has a shoulder piece and a bracer on only one side, Cinderin. Oh damn, that's true. Hmm. <laughs> and a what is this? A thigh piece? I don't know what you would call it. It's a quad. Yeah, piece. on only one side as well. Yeah. Well, you gotta hope when you go into combat juggernaut that you don't get attacked on your right because if you get hit on your right, you die really easily. But if you get hit on your left, you have plate armor. I mean, he's right-handed, uh, so, so he wants to be more nimble yeah, on I that guess. side. Yeah, he'll just parry on that side and just tank on the other. Okay, yeah, no great. problem. Uh, I don't know. It's a. I have a hard time rating this compared to the other sets, actually, because there's some parts that I really like, and some parts, like you said, the I'm not a sucker for asymmetry. Um, and this set has a lot of that, but that's okay. It's not like I'm going to destroy every set that's asymmetrical. I really like the robe, the red one. Um, I like the belt. I think it looks very Juggernaut-like. But maybe it's not like really coherent with the rest, right? If somebody had this kind of plate glowing armor, would this be the belt they wore with that? I don't know. You see what I mean? It's like It's like two sets combined almost. It's not... So yeah, some parts are cool, others are a bit over the top. Let's say we give it a six in total. Uh, okay, it's all right. Um, yeah. All right. Next all right, set is on. Silencer. It looks very similar to a PA set, I believe. Yeah, it looks a lot like a PA set. I love this set, Cinderin. I think it's really cool. It looks like a cowboy. I love cowboys. He reminds uh, me of Twisted Fate from League of Legends. If you don't he, know what Twisted Fate looks like, then go Google it. I Yeah, I have no idea. It looks like something from... I forget what game it was on the PlayStation. Was It wasn't Metal Gear, so I don't know what it was. But I would give this a 9 out of 10. I think this is like super, super cool. I like it a lot. Actually, I just saw a comment in chat, which is truer. It looks more like something out of Bloodborne. That is correct. It really looks like Bloodborne. Uh, okay. Like one I of the know. hunters from Bloodborne. and just with, It is absolutely inspired by Bloodborne. It has to be. Probably. Couldn't um, tell you. Okay, so what was your score on Cinderin. this? I give it a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I think it's super good. 9 out of 10. Uh, this was not one of my personal favorites. Uh, <laughs> the Glaive is sick, though. The Glaive is really cool. Um, yeah. And that is that is very Bloodborne-esque. Um, not too excited about the shield. Uh, I like the scrolls, but... Oh, he has a <clears throat> Why does he have a dagger on the back? Why because does Silencer a, have a dagger? He's a beast. Why wouldn't he have a dagger? That's <laughs> a real question. Have a dagger. Shut up! And if you don't, I'll slit your throat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, it, it could be a nod towards potential new skill being implemented soon into the game. Like it gives Valve options, right? If they want to add a dagger skill yeah. to Silencer, you have the cosmetic now. So why not? 
What I will say, though, is if it's inspired by Bloodborne, it's more colorful than anything in Bloodborne, where everything is just fucking gray, at mm. least for the first hours of the game that I played. Everything was gray and dull. And there's some colors going on here. Um, uh, let's give it a six and a half. Six and a half. I wonder if we're going to agree on anything other than Underlord, which you're contractually obligated to agree with. So <laughs> um, we agreed on Night Stalker, pretty much. That's true. At least Pudge. Uh, he is a scarecrow. Um, so this is the thing. I, I really think this set is cool. The the only problem is there's just so many Pudge sets. Like even with the Pudge Persona that has yet to come out, I'm not excited for it because I don't think I want to unequip any of my items that I currently have. I love my Pudge items. Mm-hmm. I will say this is definitely better than the average Pudge set. Uh, the fact that it's a Scarecrow, I think, I don't know, it just looks really cool. I think they put it together really nicely. The weapons itself fit the theme quite nicely as well. He's got the Halloween pumpkins on the side. I would give this an eight and a half, eight point five. 8.5. I like it quite a bit. But again... I love the fork. Yes, the the pitchfork <laughs> yeah. is is god tier. Yeah, looks really. It's good. It's really good. Now, what is the what is the actual animation look like? I haven't tested that in game. Uh, does it actually have? I the don't pitchfork? know if I've seen it. I don't know if I've seen it when he dismembers. If he. Anyway, eight and a half for me. One of the best punch sets we've had in a long time. But again, like, if I would individually rate each item in my, I'll even show my pudge on stream. I mean, there's no point in not doing this now. I think every part of my Pudge set, I would give a 10. Like I love every single uh, piece on my personal Pudge set a lot. Um, yeah. So I think something that gets lost in this kind of set is, you know, some individual pieces are really cool, but the reason you know this is Pudge is the silhouette and the fact that it's a fat, disgusting piece of shit, right? Fat mess, huh? You, <laughs> like... There's so much of Pudge's character that's gone. You know what I mean? Like all of the, like the bowels, the. This is Chinese safe. It is. That is absolutely a big strength of the set. Um, but I feel like. <clears throat> There's I a think beetle on the end of his weapon. I didn't even notice that. What the heck? Huh. I think there could have been. I, okay. How do I say this? I don't like that Pudge is fully armored. I think. He should be. It's so iconic for his character, the bowels, for example, and the set that you just com- that you Stop just showed, right? With bowels, the, all right. With the arcana, yeah. That that to me gets lost a little bit, uh, but like just in terms of execution and the individual pieces, everything looks nice, and I really think this is a set that is uniform. I think everything fits together very well. Hmm. Um, but again, just personal taste. It's not how I think Pudge should look in the game. Uh, not be fully clothed like this, so but it's still it's still solid. So I think this is a this is a seven, and if you could imagine it with, I think if you combine this with the Arcana, I actually think that's what I have equipped right now. Let me just check that. Imagine uh, this set with no clothes on. Mm. Mm. Sexy. So boy. I have it combined with the Arcana, and what that basically does is you obviously you get the hooks on the back, which once again are they really needed? That's a good question. Uh, but then you have at least you, you see the chain bowels coming through and you see his chest because that's the chest piece that you equip the arcana on. So with the arcana, this looks pretty sick. With the arcana, it's like a nine um, mm. because the chest piece becomes more pudge-like. But yeah, 
It's uh I wish I could still, test it. I good. deleted the set immediately because I know I would never use any of the actual items. Oh wait, actually it's called the back slot. Well, it is his chest. There's his no face chest slot. Mask yeah. is really cool too. I don't know. I I think yeah. this is really well made. Anywho, next one, Bounty Hunter, the Heartless Hunt. You go for he has a chicken on his back, Cinderin. The poor, <laughs> poor chicken. chicken. He's a bloody chicken chaser. And that chicken is out of its mind. It's I demonic. Like, what happened to this chicken? Why is he stealing it? It looks like a curse. <laughs> if I saw a chicken like that in the wild, I would not chase it down and tie it to my back. I would shoot it with a gun. It does look quite... Uh, uh, yeah, that's a demonic chicken indeed. if I've ever seen one. Um... Uh, I feel like these bounty hunter sets are trying to beat each other all the time on who has the most absurdly big-looking weapons. Um, this this right hook that he has with the triple blades and then the front blade, I feel like it's yeah. a bit much. Um, Man, everything you hate, I love. It's uniform, though. I, I like the set in its entirety, like the way uh, the pieces come together. How is it uniform? It's, it's one uh, shoulder piece. Oh, is that what you mean by uniform? I meant like whether the pieces fit together, not whether they're symmetrical. Like, oh, okay. For example, the thing we talked about with the belt earlier on Juggernaut. Maybe I'm using the wrong word. Uh, no, you're, but I think they're interchangeable to a degree. Okay. okay. Um, I'll give it a six. I will actually agree, six. But the chicken is amazing. Like, amazing. This is the best back piece. I actually like this weapon quite a bit. I just really dislike the face mask. I don't know what it is. I just yeah, I don't like the face mask either. I absolutely hate the mask so much that it brings it down to a six, despite the back piece. And so, if you took the awesome. mask off, what would you rate it? A probably an eight and a half. Oh, that's really the mask. Good. Really, like it's a literal two out of out of ten. Probably, like I je I just can't stand looking at this thing. Do you feel um, like it fits Bounty Hunter as a character to have blade armor or plate armor? Because I don't. You're asking the wrong guy. I don't give a shit. Give no, anybody imagine, anything. Imagine you're a stealthy guy who hunts couriers. Mm -hmm. And you're walking around with plate armor. That's not I, very good for so stealthing. You when you stealth, you walk around in leather or cloth. Would you have a problem if they made a persona for Abaddon that had him without a mount where he's just walking? Would that bother you? No. Why? Because I don't think that would be outside of character for Abaddon himself. What if Bounty Hunter was riding a chicken? That would be really fucking weird. <laughs> what if this but chicken was overgrown and you're riding this actual chicken, the demonic one, with the bulging <laughs> eyeballs? That would be the persona that I would pay money for. 100%. <laughs> Please, let yeah. it happen. Anyway, I, I think this... Uh, yeah. It's, it's my opinion. It's a little bit out. And again, like there's there's some pieces here that are leather, right? Like the majority of the pants are leather. Mm -hmm. uh, the the neck piece and are leather and cloth. Uh, but still, the pieces look like they fit together. It's just like from a, an armor standpoint, this is a bit weird for a bounty yeah. hunter, right? <clears throat> anyway. Next, move on. Grim Stroke. He's got candles on his shoulder. It's symmetrical, Cinderin. Uh, has the feathery kind of outfit going on. Has the, it's kind of like warlock or uh, what's the thing from Lord of the Rings? Uh, wow. 
the Eye of Sauron on the back here. Mm -hmm. it's got a pretty cool mask. Um, he's actually holding more. Is four candles on him? Are there any more? Are there any Easter egg candles in there? Can they fit any more candles in this set? <laughs> uh, I would give this a seven and a half. I think it's it's good. Doesn't blow me away, but it's a good set. Solid. Oh, there's another is... Eye of Sauron. There's two Eye of Sauron's on the front as well. So four Eyes of Sauron, four candles. Okay, I'm done counting for now. I'll let you know if I find <laughs> any more. <laughs> uh, I think the set is super cool. It's one of my favorites. That Wait, made it sorry. In. There's another um, Eye of Sauron. There's one on each side of the weapon, Cinderin. So there are five Eyes of Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> set. Wait, Continue. on each side of the weapon? Wait, where? Yes, each side of the weapon has the eye where? of Sauron. What do you mean, where? If you turn them around, you can see it. Oh, you mean, yeah, like that, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was only one on the top, okay. I feel uh, like there's a fifth candle somewhere, but I can't find it. I am a sucker for the color combination of gold plus red. I think it just looks so fucking good. In okay. Just in general. I love that color match. Uh, I like the gradients of black into red there is the reason i'm so biased for this set is that i just i really love the color combinations i love black with red i love red with gold and i love black with red or sorry black with gold so it's like three of my favorite colors in one set mm. uh, i think the weapon is super well made as well uh i think it looks sick um you know, you know why a little is... bit busy with the candles like yeah, like you said there's like five eyes and four candles like maybe it didn't have to be this full like there's maybe mm -hmm. a little bit too much going on, but for me this is like an eight point five. I think. Okay. It's it's really really good. I didn't realize why I like this set. It's because it covers up most of the original model of Groomstroke, which I think is horrendous. The <laughs> teal color is so bad in every set. Centaur, I was disgusted by that color. Thankfully, they've gotten rid of most of it. When this hero first came out, he looked maybe the worst model they've ever put in from like the modern era, if you want to call it that, for Dota two heroes. Like. Okay. Looks like he has a mask of madness fine. on his head. It just looks terrible. But this set looks cool. Next, Jakiro. So he look he has a back piece that is essentially a volcano. And it's a fissure. Oh, this, is, this is your this is your thing to rate, by the way. Yeah. His uh his back piece is a fissure, which is my favorite part of the set. I think it mm -hmm. looks it looks really cool. It fits the hero, in my opinion. Um, not too fussed about the frost head. Uh, I like the fire head more. The frost head is a little bit, I don't know. Uh, yes. But there's uh, there's the immortals instead, right? The pyrexaic or whatever they're called. Um, the two heads there. Mm -hmm. The split tail looks all right. I, I think I think this is good. Uh, there's not much to hold it against uh, or compare it against, right? Because it's the first time Jakiro even has wings and tail. I think. Maybe it's the second uh, set. This is the only one I have. Um, let's see. Apart from the headpieces, the Perixaic Flow and Flux. No, there's there's sets. Okay, I just don't have them then. Um, but they're not. So yeah. They're then, not like super prominent. I wouldn't say that. There's a bunch. Yeah, there's not that many okay. sets overall. Oops. Yeah, it's still. This is. Uh, it's definitely solid. I really like the fissure. Like I said, uh, Frosthead not so much. Seven point five. 7.5. Yeah, I actually don't really disagree with anything you said. The wings are nice. They're not amazing. Same with the tail. The back piece is obviously the highlight, and the heads are kind of whatever, but uh, you have the immortals for those anyway. So I'll go 7.5 as well. I'll copycat you.
Cool. Huskar. All right. We have something from, oh, what's that movie called that you would never be able to help me with? So I don't know why I keep asking you these questions. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Serious Sam? No, that's not oh, the right one. Close enough. Um, what? Something Sam. Or maybe it's Serious Something. It's the one with, damn it. Mad Max. It's not Sam at all. It's Max. Mad Max. Yeah, it looks exactly like something from that. Um, he has dynamite on his belt. He has a chainsaw, which doesn't really fit Huskar at all, but it's cool to have. I mean, it's literally the same thing as uh, the Pudge or Timber Saw chainsaw that you can get. Headpiece is extravagant. Um, this one's hard for me because... I don't know if I would equip this myself, but I think it's very well made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't personally love it, but I think it's extremely well I made. I agree. I think it's a really good, it's a really well made set for a hero that doesn't exist. Yeah, his cosmetics are garbage. Like, this is the best it's, cosmetic probably for Huskar. It's, it's really, it's a really well made set, but why the fuck does Huskar have a chainsaw and dynamite? Like, what's going on? Again. Did, opening up for is, future skills. Why does he have a fucking rocket on his shoulder, dude? I don't know. You never I'm know. Actually, like, the thing, <laughs> you know, the thing people love to meme about with it needs to fit the theme of the hero and it can't stand out too much from whatever. And then people are memeing about that now, how far Valve has strayed from that. Yeah. This is, like, about the furthest I have seen a design stray from a hero's identity. Like, that's, Yeah, that's a good point. What the hell? Very accurate. Like it feels like if this can make it in thematically, you can make almost anything as long as it looks good at that mm. point, right? Like, yeah, I have no problem with that. I'm just, just some sort of hating boomer who thinks Huskar should be a guy who has burning spears and not fucking dynamite. Um, maybe when he uses inner fire, he just pops a stick of dynamite, and that's what makes the explosion. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. And the chainsaw is for hurting himself so he can deal more damage. Like. I don't know, man. Like again, the set is great. It looks really good, but it doesn't. Like, how do you score something like this when when I care about whether it fits the character or not? I don't. I don't know how to score it. Like, well, you just go with your uh, gut. You know, it's like the dynamite sticks would be really cool on Techies. The chainsaw would be really cool on Pudge. The rocket shoulder would be really cool on Clockwork. Um, the shoulder piece with the spears is cool on Huskar, and so is the headpiece. So is mm -hmm. the skull on the belt. The spear looks nice. Uh, except does that also have some sort of little rockets on it or are those sausages? I don't know. <laughs> on what? Um, Wait, what? On the spear. If you turn the spear. Uh, okay, the spear. Like those two green, oh. green thingies. <laughs> are the, did you ask if those are sausages? Or rockets. Like, what are those? It actually kind of looks like tiny dicks. It, it, I can see the head of the penis. This is an this is a circumcised penis, by the way. I would have more expertise on what that looks like. Uh, very thick, though. Not very long. Yeah. Not great. I mean, maybe if you attach them together, you can you can do something with it. But anywho, uh, <laughs> I mean, this guy's all over the place. I, I don't know. I, I, actually, I don't know. How, I don't know how to rate it. I genuinely don't know because <laughs> the set itself, the set itself, just as the items are, I think are an eight or a nine. But on Huskar, I just I just don't think it fits. So for Huskar, it's like a two. So do we do an average and say five? Is that sure? You can do a five. I'm gonna say something like that. I don't know. It's yeah, it's this just one actually is really hard to, to rate. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. Like I'm I'm okay with like super crazy stuff, but this one it's so far away from what the normal theme is. Um, I'll give it a. Ooh, it's hard. 
I think in terms of actual design, like how well it's made, this is like a nine, like super mm. fucking good. But I'll give it a seven because it's weird. Okay. And, I mean, I, I do have a limit cool. myself, you know. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's it, good it, to find it. It's pretty hard to find it, but we finally do. But you draw the line at two girthy dicks on a spear. That's good to know. I mean, that right. if anything, that added a point. I'm not going to lie. It was going <laughs> yeah. to be a lower score. <laughs> Nature's Prophet. Uh, we have a very wintry themed Nature's Prophet. He's got a blindfold on. He's got this uh, bird on his shoulder. I like the color scheme a lot. His Treant, I'm not a huge fan of, though. Looks kind of spooky. Uh, I know a lot of people really like this set. I think this is extremely well made. I'd say for me, it's an eight out of ten. That's so this making the that's yeah, putting the triant into perspective or into the account as well. It actually lowers the score for me. The triant. So the this is not is just good. a wintry themed set, right? It's an Odin set, oh. right? Give um, me the lore. So in Norse mythology, the he's the top of the gods. I think he has one eye, and then he has. I think he has two ravens that he sends out that scout for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on here, there's only one of the ravens, I think. But the, when I saw the set and the fact that it's called Signs of the Allfather, the first thing I thought was Odin when I saw the set. Uh, and I think I think it's pretty cool. I like when these sets draw on uh, on mythology stuff. If it if they implement it well and it fits, I think there's a lot of really just cool lore and cool art from mythology. Um, it's. Uh, I think the set is really, really nice as well. Um, I don't, I don't feel like it's out of character for the Nature's Prophet to be. I think you can do so much with colors on a hero that's a Nature's Prophet because nature is so diverse, right? He can have a winter set, he can have a summer look, he can have an autumn look. Like, technically, you could. I think there was somebody that had a concept at one point with a Furion set that looked different based on the season, so it would like change in the game based yeah, on was, which month it was uh, or something I think like that. That was Kunkas set. Yeah, um, uh, and this would be a great winter version. Uh, I think it looks super nice. It's slick. It's not over the top for me. Uh, do you like the treant? Good colors. Oh, let's check the treant. Um, I think they're okay. Uh, not a standout part of it for me, but they're, I, they're all right. I actively dislike the treant. I think. I think the rest of the set okay. is like super, super top notch. But I think the treant is very. It's very cohesive with the rest. Like it fits very well with the Raven. It fits very well with this like death wintry chill theme. Uh, I think this one for me is a nine. Actually, this is one of my favorites. If I just rate the set itself, I'd give it a nine. But the Treant, I don't like at all. Actually, yeah, eight point five, eight point five on Singthon. The same as I gave the Grimstroke. I think it's fair to give them the same. They're very good. Next we have Lena. She is. She has this back piece, which is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, look, I mean, this set looks better than the Arcana, which isn't really saying much. Let's yeah. be real. Uh, I think her hair looks really good. Uh, I think this is the best hairdo I've seen on Lena, and the best back piece by far. Um, I mean, this this looks like a mage to me. You know, when I think of when I, mm-hmm. even though I haven't gotten through the Witcher books because they're really fucking hard to get through because they mm, just can't get into it. Uh, when I think of a mage, I think of something like this. So I, I'm gonna give this like an eight and a half. Out of 10? Because Lena, I feel like for me, I don't really like any of her sets that much. But this one uh, is maybe the best that I've seen. This was one of my favorite sets in the cash, or in the vote, rather. Uh, I hoped it would get in, so I'm happy it did. Um, 
The back piece is one of the best items in the game. I think the halo or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is super cool. It's really, really well made. It, it's kind of... Um, do you remember the immortal from last year? I think it was the ember one, which was one of my favorite items too. He had this like, uh, burning halo as well behind him. Uh, it's not yeah. a halo in the Thank same you. way, but it's pretty close. I, I think you have it as well. I think it wasn't it wasn't You're ultra about rare. Ember, right? Yeah, Ember Spirit. He yeah. had like this like chainsaw flame. That's the first thing I thought behind. of when I saw this back piece was yeah. Ember and the shoulder piece. That, yeah. that hill is also sick, but it's a bit different. Um, you know, I'm yeah. gonna change my um, rating to nine. I mm-hmm. because I think it actually is really difficult to make a good set for Lena, based on the fact that I haven't seen one that's super good until now. This might surprise you, but my least favorite part of the set is actually the hair. Uh, really. I think everything else is 10 out of 10 for me. Her hair is voluptuous, Cinderin. This is an amazing hairdo. It great. looks fake somehow. It's hard to put my finger on why. It might be because of the shading or maybe maybe it looks better in game because of the way light falls. It looks more like a wig than natural hair when I look at it, which isn't like necessarily a problem. If she has it as a wig, that's fine. Uh, but also the color is, I don't know. To, to me, that's the weakest part, actually. Uh, wow. It is a little bit... It just looks a little bit unnatural, but I think maybe some people would say that's a good thing because, like you said, she's a mage, right? So she could probably just, you know, do whatever she wants. Well, uh, if you think about it, every hairdo uh, in Dota is a wig, Cinderin. <laughs> that's true. It is a cosmetic. This next set is the most wig type but yeah. thing in the game. This, but what's your rating? This Lena is, it's 9.5. Oh. It's a minor detraction. Okay. It's super wow. fucking good. All right. Really, Very really highly good. Highly rated. Set. All right. Next uh, is. Let me check. Hang on, uh, let me just see what I have equipped. Because I think... I'm just curious. I think I did... No, I, I am wearing the hairstyle right now. I think I replaced... So I replaced the skirt... or Sorry, the belt with the bewitching flare. I think... You know what? I think you'll see what I mean about the hair if you go to your Lena right now and you just browse through her hairstyles. Lena... I mean, maybe you'll see. I don't like it's any also- of these hairs. Hairdos. I like voluptuous, Cinderin. This is the best. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm being... Maybe All right, I'm being next set. Anyway, 9.5. Let's move on. Next set is Enchantress. She has become or a... Or is it? Is it a goat or a sheep? It's something with very white fur. Looks very fluffy. I like her outfit a lot. Her hair looks... This one looks like a wig to me. Something about Enchantress, yeah. though. Like, I wish she wasn't fucking hideous. It really bothers me. <laughs> it looks like somebody just hit her on the face with a bat. Because if she looked kind of cute... Like, cute, like, when I think of a Bambi-type creature, they're always, like, cute in some way, right? But right now, it's just like, all right, cover up the face. The rest looks great. Um, the set itself, I think, is amazing. Because you can't do anything about the face other than put a mask over it, right? Which... Maybe under consideration for next time. <laughs> but I would give this a... For in, okay, Enchantress is another really difficult hero to make a set for. So I'm also going to give this a 9. I think it's like super hard to make a cool set for Enchantress. So this one just like knocks it out of the park. Like really, really good. See, so I was, I was checking when I equipped these items. My clearly favorite part of the set is the harp. I think the harp is... Mm really really nice unfortunately it's tied to her being a sheep and i don't like her being a sheep why not so, Cinderin? 
So I have to choose between sheep and harp or no sheep and no harp. And I don't like that. Oh my! But I did God. end up going with sheep and harp for now because this harp is so nice. Some people are saying it's a ram because of the horns, which yeah, that does make sense. Okay. But um, she's female. Wait. Okay, that's a stupid question. Are rams just the males? I, I feel like so. rams are male. I thought ram, I thought ram was male. I don't, I don't know enough about animals to know the answer to this question, but I think that's true. So she can't be a ram in that case. Anyhow, so anyway, what's your... My rating's a nine. Yeah. Um, let me go back and look at it. I was looking at my own set now. That's not helpful. Um, uh, awesome spear, awesome harp. Those are tens. Uh... Not too big a fan of the hair, but the horns are cool as well, like you said. I don't know. I really, really wish that it didn't have this ram fur thing going on. But if it didn't, then maybe it would feel weird to have the rest of it. Mm. I'll give it a seven and a half. If this ram thing somehow was different, wow. it could be a nine. But so it, that's the thing for me, not, like I haven't seen an Enchantress set that's better than this. I don't like any Enchantress sets generally. I think they're too tame. So this one goes above and beyond for me. So that's probably why I'm giving it a very high rating. Anyway, on to the rares, Cinderin. We yep. have Tiny, who's got this skeletal look. He's got a skull on his shoulder. He's got this glow, this golden glow. We'll look at each respective level of grow as well. He looks pretty badass. In fact, he looks very similar, especially if you go to the level two grow, which is the third tick. Looks very similar to a hero in Han, uh, or the Tiny, actually. There's a cosmetic that looks very similar to this. I think this is super awesome. I would give this also a 9, maybe an 8.5. And, and the Compared reason... Compared to other rares. We're rating it based on tier, right, as well? I'm so. just rating it based on other Tiny sets. There aren't that many okay. Tiny sets right now. Uh, Can you combine that with the fact that it's a rare? Does that change anything for you? For me, it doesn't like, change anything. No. Okay. Uh, so I think it's really well made. It's really good. And at first I was excited to get this, but then I remembered Cinder and what I have equipped right now. And it's the thing I have equipped is just better. It is the Frostivus tiny set, Cinder. there's no beating this guy. He is carrying a literal Christmas tree. He beats the shit out of you with a Christmas tree. Amazing. Just incredible display of strength at every level of grow. Just beautiful. Okay, but can you go to the, the level one tiny of this set? Yes. And then turn him sideways? Turn him sideways, okay. How How is he carrying his weapon? Is that just like psionic? <laughs> yeah, he's just holding it on his shoulder. <laughs> is he just like pushing it? He can barely, or... yeah, he can barely hold it. He's so small. He's a small boy. What about the other ones? The other ones, he's just, it's just like embedded in him. That's true. That's so weird. And number no. two, he's like, he's holding, yeah. it's hover hand. He's doing yeah. hoverhand. He's taking a picture with a sword. And then on the third one, he's actually grabbing it. Yeah. And the fourth one as well. All right. We're going to give minus points for this one. Okay. I need to check my other tiny set now just to see. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Christmas tree one gets held on all levels in, in the hand. I, I, I just, I don't know how this, if this is just the presentation well, of it one, in the loadout or yeah, if that's, that's how true. it looks it in game. Level one, it's like, it's a shoulder piece almost because he's embedding it to a degree. And yeah, now he's kind of carrying. Yeah, he's carrying it at two and three, and four. Yeah, 
Yeah, that is true. That is odd. Uh, but I think the set is really well made. I, I'm personally, I know this is really biased. We had a tiny set in the workshop years ago that I think is better than this one. Um, mm -hmm. It's In fact, if you go to the top rated workshop items of all time, it's top five, I believe. I love that set. It's an ancient ruin Mayan it tiny set. It is so set. good. It is the best good. set that Natio has ever made, and it's not in the game. It makes me really sad. I think it might need to be remade to fit uh, the new tiny, like since then, the tiny submission requirements or whatever have changed, I think. But he remade it once before, and I'm that's the one I've always been waiting for. But this set is very good. I, what did I give it? Eight, 8.5, something like that. Mm. It's high up there. It's pretty. It's really good. Um, show or I can't show it. I I, I don't have think, it set up to so, look at my browser. I think relative to other tiny sets, and yeah, I would say to other tiny sets, I think the set gets worse every time it grows. I like the smallest <laughs> one the most. So you don't have to level grow. That's that's the beauty of the set. You know? Um. I'm not sure about this beard that he gets on max level grow. It, it looks a bit, a little bit out of place. Just have this one green element that just stands out in the front, and there's a little bit on his shoulder, I guess. So there's there's something there, but um, don't really know how much I like that. Uh, I guess what a lot of people the big sales point for this set is the weapon. I'm not a big fan of this weapon, actually. Maybe I'm just being a, a tiny hater. I know there's a lot of like really different weapons that people love. I don't no, really I like this bone sword very much. Yeah, I can see people not um, like it. Like for the, you remember the pudge item that was a skeletal hook that was worth so much money? It probably still is. I actively, I really don't like that item at all. It's one of the worst pudge items. Uh, I don't know. What do I give this? Considering that it's a rare and compared to other tiny options, I think it's a 6.5 for me. 6.5 wow that's yeah quite it's low. not okay it's not it's not too much my thing i think this was the out of the sets in the relative to the fact that it's a rare i think it was the single set that i was least excited for in the chest together with mm. maybe what was the the bounty hunter i think yeah anyway all right okay. next next we have the very rare mars set so there were a lot of mars sets that's another one that we were very sad that our set didn't get in the game um but luckily, the ones that didn't get in looked like ours. So this one's totally different. It has like the Transformer shield. It is really fucking cool. I know you're going to like this one, I would assume. This is... So here's the thing. Like when I saw the set originally, I liked it a lot. But the particles make this way better. Like the particles take this to another level for me. I would give this a... As it stands, there is one thing I don't like. You can't really see it here, but when you're in-game, you can. Uh, the particles on his chest, you can see it when he moves up and down. When it, The particles on his chest look really bad, I think, actually. So I'm going to give this a 9. A 9. Maybe <laughs> 9. Ooh, that's tough. Maybe 9.5. This is really fucking good, Mars set. Very, very yeah. good. It's. You? I, I agree, it's super good. Uh it's a little bit bulky. I think the shield is too big. I think it should be like a little bit smaller, uh, actually. But maybe in game again, it's better. Uh, it's kind of almost clipping through him when he even moves, right? That's how massive this thing is. Uh, the weapon is awesome. Unfortunately, there's an immortal there, uh, so that one generally will take the spot. 
Yeah. Uh, but this is this is definitely very good, and I think it fits the character nicely. Um, it's like I think there's a lot you can do with Mars because of like the whole God of War element that you can you can present him in many different ways. Just that he obviously has to have a shield and a spear because yeah. Um, but I don't think it's any bad with these kind of horns or anything. I think they look cool. Um, yeah, for me it's probably like an eight. 8 to 8.5 based on the fact that it's a very rare and it's a bit bulky, uh, but it's mm. definitely one of the good ones. Uh, and I'm using all of it except the weapon, I think, where I have the immortal. So, okay. Yeah, good stuff. All right. And next. Oh boy. And last, we have the ultra rare Marana, which has this weird mask. It's like a cat kind of. I have a mount. There are a lot of particles. I do not like this set at all. <laughs> I love the colors. I love the particles. I think it's very glowy, which, you know, I'm a fan of. I just, this set's just not doing it for me. Do you know, do you know these, uh, these like face change apps where you can make your face <laughs> yes. into a cat? Yep. She used that on herself and on her mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm right? going to give this a, ooh, maybe a, ooh, God, five, ooh, five and a half, five and a half out of 10. Not, not a fan at all. Why does she have to have a cat mask? <laughs> Why was that necessary? Uh, I don't know. I think a big part of it for me is also holding it up against that this is, because this is an ultra rare, this is considered the most attractive set of the cash, and I just disagree with that. Like, if this was a, one of the normal ones further down, I would probably give it a higher rating for just being a common set to get from the chest. But for, for the fact that this is something that Mathematically, you might have to spend, I don't know how many dollars on, over 100 yeah. at least, on average. Uh, it just doesn't do it for me. I, I'm, not, I'm not that big of a fan of the cat mask. Like you said, a lot of the colors are really nice and the vibrance and everything. But just the, I don't like the concept that much. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, for an ultra rare, that's a, a bit of a shame, right? Um, we've had some sick ultra rares the last years. The Monkey King one was incredible. The Ember one was incredible. When I hold this up against that, I don't know, the fact that it's an ultra rare and I don't like the concept, it's like four. But you yeah. see, that's why it's important to tier them, right? Because I don't think this is a worse set than some of the sets I rated higher further down. Versus but a common set, rare. for example. Yeah. No, I, yeah. that's fine. We can have different criteria. I, I think cool. for me as an ultra rare, this is a four. Uh, just not... All right. I actually did set this up thing. so people could see our tiny set. I might as well show the Mars set as well. Uh, since they're interested. Because the tiny set was submitted a long time ago, so a lot of people won't remember it. So I'm going to quickly There might be, this. there's a chance, right? Compared to some of the other things, like for example, the Furion, where I understood the the reference in the lore to Norse mythology. I'm assuming there's something going on here. This is definitely a reference to something that I'm not familiar with. It could be something in a different, like, uh, a different culture that I'm just not as accustomed to. Uh, right. or don't know as much about. It's very possible that fits that. It just misses the mark for me, right? I don't know that reference. And even if it did, I still don't think this fits Mirana as much as the Nature's Prophet set fits Nature's so, Prophet. We're in, talking about concept, tiny right? now, okay? Nobody can see your face. Okay. They can only hear your voice. This tiny okay. set is the best thing we've ever made, and it's not in the game. It makes me, And this is like old polygon limits, too. This, was, this is a top five rated of all time workshop that's never gotten in. Something to that effect. So that's the tiny set. And then the Mars set. Oh, I have it zoomed in already. 
This is without any particles or anything. So this is what the Mars set looks like. I liked it quite a bit. Reception was really good as well. But, you know, not always going to get in the sets that you want. So, all right, back to the game. I guess we're done with the collection, Cinderin. Yep. That was, a, that was a good chunk. Yeah. But back there's not the so much going on this game. week, so we could spend a lot of time on that, which is yeah. also great. For sure. Okay, All right. let's move on. So next on the list is another <laughs> cosmetic. <laughs> this is all about yeah, cosmetics. Okay. Um, we have the anti-mage persona, Cinderin. People absolutely hated it. Uh, I mean, I guess I might as well show it in game. Uh, do you feel like that's a fair representation to say people hated it? I think so. I think it yes. was polarizing. A lot of people also loved it. Okay. So, polarizing is fine. It, a yeah, lot of people hated it. I think so. Versus yeah, what a normal... True. Like Queen of Pain, did a lot of people hate that? Not as many, right. I think. That was more universally liked. So I think the model that they show on the front page actually isn't even the same model they have in game so that is a little bit of i don't know why it's like that it looks totally different but even in game the yeah this is not the same model come on it's totally different totally different face um oh the face oh yeah, yeah the face but the i think hairstyle e and the even if you go in game the <clears throat> if if you compare it to the original art Right, that's what most people are complaining about. It's way different. Now, a couple of things that people have been raving about that I think goes without. Uh, there's not much polarization. Is that even a word? Mm -hmm. The voice acting is incredible. There was a lot of voice lines. Um, yeah. In terms of actual stuff that you get for the persona, it's obviously the new model, a female. It's not actually anti mage, right? It's his, her, or his disciple, or something to that yeah. effect. Uh, has custom, just like the avatar and portrait and minimap icon in addition to all new animations, which it's just like the basic animation since you have a brand new model and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, people have complained about just off the top of my head, like her stance in general is a lot different than it should be. Uh, there's no custom ability icons. There's no like actual particle effects. And I think the main thing that I, like I'm comparing this to Invoker, the Invoker right. persona was so much better in so many different ways. Uh, but of course, one downside of any persona right now is that there's no items that you can attach. So if you have a bunch of these cool yeah. items, even Immortals for Anti-Mage, you cannot use them on these personas, which is a huge drawback in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And the fact that like Invoker as an example, it was last year they put them in, right? The baby Invoker, the kid Invoker. They still don't have items to equip to that yeah. persona. which is And I don't think it's going to get that. I really I think eventually yeah. I don't know why I'm sure people have made some and submitted to the workshop if you even can but all in well, all I think maybe. overall the what my feeling is is most people were disappointed I gave this a two out of five horse heads and I'm gonna stick with I think it's very basic it's very uh -huh. it doesn't wow me at all it doesn't really mimic the concept art that they came out with originally that kind of I don't know if it blew everybody away, but everybody was pretty excited about it. It it mm -hmm. felt like a kind of a dud, honestly. It's not like I look at it, it's not terrible. It's not like I'm looking at this as a god awful set. But if you compare it to the other persona, which is the only thing you can do, it's far worse. Far, far yeah, worse. I think I think the comparison here to make is Yeah, it makes more sense to compare it to a persona than an arcana, right? Because 
that's yeah it's two separate categories um i think a lot of people were expecting arcana quality or arcana elements uh but that's not what it's supposed to be right it's supposed to be a persona so compared to invoker i think the voice acting is so much better <laughs> Uh, oh, you know I don't sequel. like you know I don't like Kid Invoker's <laughs> voice acting. I think it's the worst in the game. Yeah, uh, I think this one is really good, and obviously it it's a it's one of the top professionals in the field, right? She has voiced a lot of stuff in gaming. She's really really good. Um, uh, I kind of like the model. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are being too harsh on it, and I think it's because of the level of expectation, right, of what a persona should be. I think if you if you compare it to Invoker, so what Invoker gets, he has a couple of custom spells and animations and the orbs. Uh, this has custom weapons, which I think look really nice. Uh, I like her blades a lot. Um, but yeah, outside of that, there's I don't believe there's anything that compares to Invoker's like level of change. Um, mm. But for me, this is this is solid. Like I don't know, like if what people are expecting is complete overhauls with like Arcana quality, spell effects, icons, all this stuff, then yeah, I could see it as a letdown. But for a Persona, I think this is solid. I think it's a four really? out of five or something. Like yeah, I like it. I think. So you think I tried playing with it in demo quality. mode? I think it's nice. You think this is close to the quality of the Invoker Persona? It depends what you put your most. How to say? What you would you value the most? I think for a persona, the voice acting is really important because it's a different, like it's a different character, and the voice for me is a big part of the character. And I think we've talked about this beforehand on the podcast. I think Dota 2's voice acting is absolutely incredible. I think it's so good, and the voice acting on this persona is really, really good. And that's a big part of a, a personality or a, a person, right? Um, the the whole character around it, all of the voice lines. There's tons of unique stuff and references, and they put in a lot of effort into that. Uh, I would personally rather have a lot of effort into that part of a persona than having some more flashy spells or more flashy abilities or armor pieces or whatever. Because to me, this is still anti-mage, but yeah, with the persona, okay. truly. I, uh, I respect so that I, I opinion. Like I am not on that camp. I think voice acting, obviously, it should be held to a certain standard, but at a certain point, I don't care because I'd rather see flashy stuff. <laughs> but And I think I'm in the majority with uh, wanting that yeah i get um, that yeah i i think they did a good job on but it. i can appreciate the, the voice acting so. for sure uh so yeah we'll see what the pudge person <laughs> i'm sure they might have to spice up the pudge persona a bit after this reception cinder and we still have the windrunner windranger arcana to come out as well um oh the windrunner arcana not be good. that they need God, anything be so because we're already going to break last year's record at this stage so uh you could still take pride in doing a good job you know yeah, or you could just say, hey, let's do a shitty job so that we don't go too ham on the prize pool, huh? Okay. All right, last topic of today, Sundaran. A lot of stuff has been teased today, which means more than likely the day that this comes out, which is today still, Tuesday, I would expect an update of some kind. Um, yeah. Wickram has posted a tweet teasing basically a screenshot of the new mode. Uh, which I forget the name of already. And I have closed my game. Summer event. They haven't named it. Okay, so it's a summer they event might that everybody's been check. asking they for. Uh, they've also, and I think this is probably... No, it's special summer event. <laughs> okay. I think this is probably linked. You can tell me if you agree with me or not. The Aghanim Scepters. So they updated the icon for Aghanim Scepter, which we can talk about if we like that or not. And... When you buy an Aghanim Scepter on any hero, Cinderin, 
it has a voice that we haven't heard before saying scepter. It sounds kind of mm-hmm. like invoker, but I don't think it's invoker. It's agonim. So it's probably agonim, which could be a new hero coming out, which is being teased in conjunction with the summer event. So the thing that I connect in my brain is that the summer event is going to occur. I don't know what it's going to be about. It's something about a labyrinth. So probably some X amount of days or whenever the summer event is over or after a certain amount of time, Aghanim comes out as a hero, as a culmination. What do you think? I guess we should, uh, we should read the quote as well, right? Okay, sure. So this is also in the game now. If you go to special summer event, the text is in there currently. So it says, Across dimensions, strength succumbs to knowledge, yet knowledge wilts in the shadow of the unknown, and the unknown only yields to strength. Grunch has spoken to his captor. So this sounds like the three attributes, right? It's strength, knowledge, that's intelligence, and then unknown could be agility. And then it's like some sort of rock, paper, scissors where the different attributes are stronger than each other. Um, It could also be a reference to the Aghanim Scepter with all three attributes, possibly. Um, Could have something to do with that. But yeah, there seems to be some sort of link with Aghanim, right? And this scepter plays a role. People are speculating about the Aghanim as a hero because it's something that's been suggested for many years that Aghanim himself would enter the game at some point. Oh, I've been waiting. Um, mm. I'm not... I'm not. I feel it's like happening. it's likely, but I'm not going to be it's like likely. mega disappointed if it doesn't happen that he becomes a hero. I think it's also cool if it's just a part of the summer event and he gets implemented at some sort of later point, especially if they don't feel very confident in the hero design. I would rather have really good designs put into the game than something forced. But obviously, they've had a lot of time, and there was probably meant to be... I'm assuming this event could include what was supposed to be the hero reveal at TI, right? Because TI is is postponed. They've definitely been working on some sort of hero concept, and it could be this. Could also be real. Anytime they come out with a hero, they redo one of his skills later on anyway. So who cares? Just put them in. Everybody wants to play these new heroes. Aghanim does sound awesome. Um... Whatever he may do, I have no idea. Like he could be the boss of the event, right? Yeah, that was and, something I was thinking too. And then he comes out afterwards. That there's a lot of cool stuff they can do with this event. I hope they don't uh, disappoint the masses because I feel like maybe it's not the consensus, but there's a lot of people that are just generally unhappy right now. We've talked about how we're not happy with the patch. That's one part of it. But a lot of people are not happy with the battle pass, uh, even though the <laughs> records are being broken still. But this would go yeah. a long way. If this is a success, then I think people will forget about a lot of the other stuff. Okay, what type of event do you hope it is? Based on the teaser and the text, what what gameplay do you look for? I have no fucking clue. I mean, I will just say the ones that I love, and I can't remember the names mm-hmm. anymore. We've talked about this before. The Moon something, the Wraith something, Wraith Knight. That anything. was a tower defense, right? Or the hero yeah. defense. It was a yes, hero defense. when there's Wraith like Knight a big boss with waves yeah. coming out, and yet all yeah. collectively kill them. That Those are the most... Good. So far, those have been the most fun game modes for me. What about you? Okay. So if we if we know it's a labyrinth, are we sure? Have they con- is it confirmed in any way that this is cooperative, or could it be some sort of FFA or team versus team in the labyrinth where you interact with each other and not just play together? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like if you think about Under Hollow, is that what it's called? Under Wait, what's Hollow? that game called? They did make something called Under Is Hollow. Is that what it's called? That's that's basically a labyrinth that's PvP, right? Um, 
well, okay. If if this is a PVE element where there's no uh, where you're not playing against another team, I really hope they draw on some of the awesome stuff that they did in Siltbreaker. That's my favorite thing Valve has made in Dota. That's not the game itself. I think Siltbreaker was awesome, and I know that was a very polarizing map. A lot of people didn't like it, especially because it was challenging and you needed a group of friends. If you were playing alone and you were just matchmaking and finding yeah. random people, you wouldn't have the coordination necessary, and I understand that that's a weakness and a problem. So I'm hoping they could learn from that and still make a really good PvE event, because I think that was just so well made for a custom game in Dota. Um, so I, I'm going to say, I I thought that maybe we've talked about oh, it says Somebody in chat says it says four-player co-op in the blog. Okay, oh, so okay. it is it is a PvE game then. Silbreaker I um, thought was very well made. I did not like it though. It's not my style. Yeah. I can appreciate I that other people. It's not for I, everybody. I'm, so I'm rooting for this not to be like that at all. But who knows? Right. <laughs> um, um, so it, let's imagine it's a four-player co-op and it's a labyrinth. You can imagine it could be some sort of like challenge run where there's like different rooms uh, yeah. where you encounter different challenges where you need to use each other's skills together or yeah, use use knowledge, wit, and strength maybe something like that. Um, yeah, so I, I would expect this to come out today, though. I would be very surprised if it's not today, uh, because I think people are also expecting it based on the mm-hmm. the hints that have been given by Wickram. Yeah, generally when they tease like that, it comes out within a day or two. Yeah, so, it's to be expected. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Not gonna lie, could be really really cool. Yeah, what did you think of the Aghanim's icon? By the way, before we wrap up this episode. Oh, that one being shattered. Yeah, just the fact that they did it, or how it looks either does it look too flashy um, for you as a regular item i thought it would look like that after it oh, was consumed okay. or something but it looks a little too yeah flashy, there were some talks that the broken one should be the blessing because that's where the scepter you don't carry it anymore but you just absorb it right so that just makes sense yeah um i, I don't mind i think it looks fine in both versions and i'm sure there's going to be an explanation for why it looks like this when the custom game comes out right so yeah for sure I don't mind it. okay so on to the Patreon mailbag. We have a question from Joey, a.k.a. Pitch Black. Uh, what do you guys think about the give up meta that is occurring like in almost every game these days? Also pausing and grieving in game to a point that makes the game less enjoyable for even teammates uh, is what I would like your opinions on. I've seen Wagamama, Gork, and No-Tail also talking about it a bit on stream. Can you give some insight? Thanks and keep it up. So... Basically, what has happened is since the previous major patch that overhauled the economy, making comebacks when the other team crushes your lanes is exceptionally difficult. Um, It's a little bit easier now, I would say, than it was last patch, but it's still very, very hard. The game is very snowball-y by nature. It will always be. It's a gold game. Uh, But when there's less comeback and kill gold, it gets a lot harder. Um, What that leads to is that people get frustrated because they know... You know, people aren't stupid. They know after 15 minutes, okay, this game is looking really rough. Our chances of winning are really small. I would like to just go for the next game. So you're more likely to give up than you were half a year or a year ago when you were like, okay, we're struggling. It's hard, but we can take some good team fights and come back. Now it feels like you need to take so many good team fights that are almost impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's kind of a natural progression that this happens. And I don't blame people for it, for doing that. I think it's it's just the development of how the patch is. And then if you think that's a big problem, then you need to change the economy. You can't change the people. That's not how you're going to solve this problem. Um, Pausing and griefing is a different story. That's just people being toxic. That's been a problem for a long time. It's just shitty. Um, 
it's yeah don't don't pause unless you have to don't be annoying uh are you need I, to say it but i know we've had this conversation do you th- are you a fan of concede being enabled for pros at a certain mmr level like it's just automatically enabled if all five it, conceded i would be okay with it most i think it needs that, all five votes most games that have concede i could be wrong about this but to my understanding mm-hmm. You would need all five at a certain point, but then if it gets to like let's say forty plus minutes, it only needs like four out of five, and it just keep extending. Uh-huh. Do you be a fan um, of that, or does it need to be unanimous like, no matter what? The problem about this is that it opens up an avenue of people abusing each other, right? Where four people in the team think the game is over, and then there's one guy who wants to play on and fight for it, and then you just get shit thrown at you. Just give up already, or right? he's and, trolling. And you could say that kind right? of happens already. Uh, where if somebody just doesn't want to play anymore, they break their items and stand in fountain, the team gives up. Uh, so it's like, maybe it doesn't even matter that much that you implement that. Um, but yeah, I think experimentally it could be interesting. But the problem is, like what I said before, that people aren't stupid uh, with knowing that they're far behind. I think at the same time, a lot of the time, people aren't very good judges of how far they're behind. They know they're losing. Uh, they often will know what chances their team has of winning, but it's not always the case. And I would imagine the further down ranking you get, the worse reads people have on the game, how far ahead they are, and the more grave mistakes the leading team can make to lose. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think this problem is incrementally bigger the higher skill it gets because people just don't expect the other team to make absolutely stupid errors over and over again and thereby lose the game. Um, so, yeah... Uh, I think experimentally you could consider a conceded option, but I think the better thing is it's such a fucking hard balance to find, but right now it seems a little bit off. It's probably a bit too hard to come back. We've had patches where it was too easy. Now we're on the other end of the scale. We talked about this another week. Like The rubber band patch, everybody hated because it felt like any lead you got didn't matter if you lost one team fight. And now we're in a patch where if you have a big lead and you're on the losing team, if you had and you to, take two amazing fights, you feel like that doesn't matter enough. If you had so. to choose one or the other, which would you prefer? Like either extreme? Yes. I still think I would choose the current one then. Really? Um, yeah. Because it's, it's weird to design a game that has 60 minutes of gameplay and then ultimately or like let's just say 60 minutes that's obviously a very long game let's say 45 it's weird to design that with a laning stage and then the laning stage doesn't matter right that's just or basically doesn't matter maybe Um, at a certain level i i can understand that perspective but on the lower levels it definitely makes it more exciting to play if it's a rubber bandy right if you had yeah but at the same time i guess i guess on the lower levels the snowballing lead also matters less because people are worse at playing with advantage hmm. i guess True. right I, I mean i don't know um but yeah okay well that is the end of the podcast sender it's been a real pleasure a real joy yes. now bring my joy to an end and answer this very important question <laughs> have you seen in bruges <laughs> No. Thank you. So, so turn that smile upside down. What a good friend. You know, Yeah. you guys, I, if you want to compare friendships at any point, just ask your friend to watch a movie that means a lot to you. See if they take longer than a year. If they do, <laughs> then you know they're terrible people and you shouldn't trust them with anything. Okay? But until uh, next that's time. That's me. Bye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> we say
don't mean anything, but thanks for listening.